This is Real Sex with Dr. Noel. You're listening to Real Sex with Dr. Noel. Hi, I'm Noel Pomeroy, clinical sexologist and licensed mental health counselor here with my co-host, Rich Jones. Any uh, good stories from the last week by chance? Well, you know... Interesting clients, interesting stories. Well, I can't tell you those, the confidentiality. But I can tell you that last time we did the show on Tom Cruise... I had a lot of comments from people who listened to the show talking about how they thought it was very funny that you mistook leaves for bats in the risky (laughs) business scene. Funny because I took a call from Tom Cruise. You did? Yeah. What did he say? He said they were bats. (laughs) And he wanted to give you an e-meter reading. Yes. I, I have continued to talk to people, whether it's my students or clients or just friends, and I have not talked to anybody who has seen Maverick yet who didn't like it. Mm, okay. So. I've not seen it. You know, I do have a recommendation for people who have Disney Plus, if you're interested in a good kids movie, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm. It it mixes, like the, it's almost like the technology from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so there's live action people in it. There's animated people, but there's mixes of animation styles. One of the, I think Chip is two-dimensional old animation, and Dale is three-dimensional animation. It's got a lot of um, pop culture humor in it, so Mm. it's fun for kids, but it's also fun for adults. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure 90% of the jokes would go over your head because you don't know it. Yeah. Not because you don't understand things, but a lot of it's pop culture stuff that you wouldn't have any idea. all over my head. Yeah. And that's Chip and Dale, not Chip and Dales. Right, but they they even talk about Chip and Dales. Do they? The dancers, yes. Wow. So How about that? It's quite funny. Was that a shimmy you just did? That was a shimmy. <laughs> just imagine if I was wearing a tuxedo tie and a hairy chest. Oh. That would have been that would have been a spitting image. Patrick Swayze. May oh, yes. he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or Chris Farley. Yes. You know, uh in interviews in the last couple of years. People from SNL, I don't know if it was necessarily David Spade, but people who are friendly or had been friendly with Chris Farley, they hate that sketch. They do? Yeah. Why? Because they think it's just a whole skit based on fat shaming. Oh, well. And I guess Chris Farley was very sensitive about his size. Okay. But he went along with it. He certainly did. Okay. And he went along with it. I mean, that was quite a sketch, sketch. if you haven't seen it. It's not as good as in a van down by the river. No, not at all. But nothing, not much is. I even showed that to Harper. She really liked it. That's our (laughs) 11-year-old. So today, our theme is going off of last week. We did, or last episode, we did the theme of Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. This week, we're going to do spectacular actress Julianne Moore. Oh, Okay. We're going to look at three sex scenes from films that she has done. And you know what? She has done a fair number of them. Really? Yes. There were a few I even decided not to do because they were there. There was some some with assault, which I'm not a fan of doing on the show. She's done quite a bit of topless work. So um, I, I had quite a few things to choose from. Okay. I believe... You and I saw this first one together in the theater, 2010's The Kids Are All Right. 
This is Julianne Moore and Annette Benning and Mark Ruffalo. Yes, yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, you like Ruffalo. Ruffalo. So they are uh, Annette Benning and Julianne Moore's characters are a couple. They have two children together, I believe, and one of the kids gets to be eighteen. They want to meet the man who is their sperm donor, mm. who is Mark Ruffalo. Yes. However, he kind of gets into their life and causes a little bit of upset because Julianne Moore's character has sex with Mark Ruffalo. Yes. So I have to tell you, for research purposes, this was so challenging to watch. Was it? It was horrible. Yeah, because you get to see Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Yeah. So go ahead. This is Kids Are All Right, 2010. I think she's, you know, she's just having a really hard time, you know? Yeah. He's got like three buttons undone. Yeah, I don't do that. I completely sense that. So. I mean, you have that chest. You gotta, you gotta let it out. Well, he's very sexy. Oh, yes, he is. And very hairy. Yeah, both. Yeah. Whoa, and then they move in. Well, it's been a while since I've seen this. So, oh, the guy. That's right. I think it's like a contractor. Or oh, that's outside. right. That's right. Yeah. So she's with. She's married Annette to Benning. Annette Benning. Yeah. Are they undressing? Yeah, they're now undressing. So we get to see Mark Ruffalo. Tilt the screen so I can see it, please. Oh, sorry. You can't just. Wow. <laughs> it's been a while since she's seen a penis. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask about that because she's... I. So it's like a montage oh. of different sex positions. Oh, you've got to be effing kidding me. Okay. So they got interrupted. Oh. But do you remember... I even mentioned this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Do you have an observation about Mark Ruffalo's body in this scene? Do I have an observation about his body? Yes. The fact that he's very hairy on his chest, but he has no hair on his back? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think's happening there? Uh, I think that's definitely waxed or shaved, right? Yes. Yeah. I think I told you a couple of episodes ago, you leaned over at me in the theater during the scene and you said- Oh, did I say that? He's too hairy to have a a bare ass. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes. He's completely bare. That's right. So, for as much hair as he has on the front. Do you, as a hairy man, mm-hmm. you, do you consider Mark Ruffalo one of your brethren? Yes, yes, we are hairy brethren. Okay. We're, we're brethren <laughs> or hebrethren. Do you get together and have conventions or meetings? No, we don't. No, there's, That's too bad. There's nothing like that involved. <laughs> His hair is very dark too, mm-hmm. which I think mine it still is, right? Well, what? Yeah. I mean, it's not gray. You have black point. hair. What would your hair chest hair turn black? Well, but look it up here. My my oh, it hair is, is, it, it is turning gray. Graying. So yeah. at some point, I would imagine that this will turn gray. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo, um, even in current day, has somewhat gray hair. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Although I'm not sure how much of they dye it for, like the Avengers movies, because right. he plays, you know, the Hulk. Yeah. Well. In some ways, I guess he's the Hulk right there. Did you think? Did you think that was a, a sexy? Scene? It was pretty steamy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder. Granted, in the movie, I don't recall that we know how long 
her character and Annette Bening are together, but presumably... Well, the kids, the one the kids. just turns 18. Yeah, so, so 18 years. At least. So I guess I wonder, clinically speaking, do women who are with women for that long just get attracted to men and... Well, you've heard of bisexuality, right? Mm-hmm. So... No. <laughs> well, I'm just saying... <laughs> I don't know where you spend your time other than with your hairy brethren. With you. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> so it is very possible that um, Julianne Moore's character is bisexual and that she is throughout her day or week or year or life attracted to people of um, different genders. Mm-hmm. And so, but this is a time where she just went ahead and did something about it. Right, right. So, I mean, she might be attracted to all sorts of people all the time and it just hasn't done anything about it. But they didn't really address that plot line that I recall in the I movie. I think so. they do at some point in the movie talk about her being bisexual. Oh, okay. Um, but I think, I believe Annette Benning is a lesbian. Ah, got it. So, yeah, well, I bisexual recall... people get married all the time. Sure. And if, if there's an understanding that there's a, their relationship is monogamous, mm-hmm. then just... It doesn't matter who yeah. the other person's attracted to, as long as they're attracted to each other. Right, right. And for her, it was an attraction based on physical and mm-hmm. not necessarily emotional and wanting to marry him or anything like that. It was just about sex. Yes. Yeah. It was pretty steamy. Yeah. Pretty hot. Lots of different positions. Although they didn't finish the job because they got interrupted. The job? So, well. Now I see I, how you see sex. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if either was able to climax throughout that process, but yeah. they certainly enjoyed it. They enjoyed themselves. Yeah. Climaxing doesn't have to be the ultimate goal for everyone. Right, right. So. But they certainly enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, it was pretty they hot. did. Okay. Yeah. Plus, Mark Ruffalo is pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. You're like, what? What? Yeah. There's a scene in there um, where she and Annette Benning's character have sex, but it just wasn't um as interesting it was very brief and not worth doing for the show yeah so. um and i i did get to see mark ruffalo's butt well yeah and doing. i seem to remember his character was kind of a artsy sort of i don't know he had like this sexy sort of demeanor to him throughout the whole movie i seem to recall you have used mark ruffalo being sexy, sexy yeah. several times he's a good looking man he really is yeah i'm okay with um that. i would say yeah i kind of feel like he was a bit of a free spirit, maybe a little bit of a guy kind of a who had maybe failed to launch kind of a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Okay. All so, right. All right, what's next? This next movie is from 1997. It is a little film called Boogie Nights. And by little, you mean huge. Yes, I mean Dirk Diggler-esque. Yes. Yes. So Boogie Nights, if you have been living under a rock or you are a fetus, probably didn't see Boogie Nights when right. it came out. It is a story of Dirk Diggler, played by Mark Wahlberg, who is sort of just, you know, a young guy who, and this is back in the 70s when porn, there wasn't video, porns were, pornos were filmed, they were, they had a set and everything, it was like Mm -hmm. kind of a big deal, and you could make a really good living as a porn star. Mm -hmm. You can now, but it's a different element. But anyway, Dirk Diggler had a gift, and that gift was 13 inches long, Mm -hmm. but we don't see it till the final scene. We don't see it in the scene I'm about to show you. But he meets Julianne Moore's character, who kind of takes 
a shine to Dirk Diggler. Sometimes she's like an older sister. Sometimes she's a little on the maternal side and sometimes not. So this is a time. In this case, not. Definitely not. This is when they have uh, sex on screen for filming a porn. What, what year did this come out? 97. 97. But it's supposed wow. to take place in like 73. Wow. 97. Look at how young he looks. I mean, he still looks young, but. So they're on a, a desk? Yes. She said, You're a wonderful actor. <laughs> so clearly, we're not able to hear it in the porn. I guess not. Yeah. She said you're a wonderful act. She seems to really be enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. And then we see the we see the camera. And then the two of them are chest to chest at this point. She said, fixed. I'm fixed. Okay. So this isn't acting at this point. No. Well. So she says... She wants him to come inside her. Yes. Which for a porno is a big is, no-no. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Because right? apparently, from what I understand, if everybody needs to see the ejaculate, in order for it to be film worthy. Okay. So So you're supposed to pull out at that point? You're and supposed to pull out at it. that point. Okay. Yes. And for her to say, I want you to come inside me. Yeah, I've been fixed. I've been fixed. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I know what that means. Yes, but... I know what that means. <laughs> Who says I've been fixed? Yes. Well, we're kind of facing something like that at our house with our dog. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she's we... not necessarily fixed. No, we have a puppy. Yeah. Who, because she's so small, we kind of, I, well, I, this is the kind of thing I would normally handle in our house. I misunderstood. I, I wasn't thinking that she was growing up because she's so darn tiny. She's mm-hmm. still only like five pounds. Oh, yeah. And she's so cute. Yes. Innocent. So she, and she was born in August. So I guess she's about nine months now. Um, so when I went to schedule her for a spay, once I realized, oh, I should have done this. They didn't have a spot for like two months. So we're waiting on her being spayed in July. In the meantime, she just went into heat. Mm-hmm. And it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I normally am like kind of mature about this kind of stuff. She's not fixed. <laughs> she's no, she's not fixed. Uh, oh, my and goodness. And she's gotten the attention of our the male dog. Who is fixed. Who is fixed. But he's like, what's going on here? And half the neighborhood seems to be howling at night. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> that's, and that's just the teenage boys next right, door. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was um, so funny because one of the things that happens when a female dog goes into heat is their vulva, like... Explodes? <laughs> well, I, I would normally say when I read it online, it says it's like doubles in size. I think it's fair to say it like quintuples in yeah, size. Yeah, It's like because a, a, it a like, water balloon being blown it, up it looks without like water. It like a penis. Yeah. And you were like, oh, what are you talking about? And I turned the dog over and you went, ah! (laughs) And Harper says, what are you guys talking about? I showed her. She goes, ooh. (laughs) How did we get on that topic? Well, because Julianne Moore's character said she was fixed. Oh, yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Yes. So they were filming a scene and she felt connected to him oh, yeah. and turned it was... into an intimate scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he did too. Yeah. And was fully into that moment at the time. One thing I will observe from this. So at the end of the movie, he pulls out his member mm-hmm. to show the audience. Well, he shows it to himself in a in a mirror. Right, right. And it's like, yeah, it's like 13 inches long. Right. In- incredibly long. If it were as long, and that was flaccid. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're talking we're much talking larger. like four to five meters long. Right. <laughs> if the math holds up, don't don't right, question right. it. There's no way if he was inserted into her right. that they would be able to be that close together. Yeah, chest to chest, chest and... to chest. No way he would have been halfway right. across the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. because. Mm-hmm. Th- the you know the the vaginal canal even when aroused extends it's three four inches maybe okay uh i mean i I would assume maybe there's people with super deep ones but um evidently she is very deep so that so let's do the math on that if he's 13 inches flaccid so let's say he's 14 or 15 erect okay and she's got let's say let's give her the benefit of the doubt let's say she's got a a deep ass vagina (laughs) five inches that means nine inches of him would be outside of her. Oh my gosh! So nearly we... a foot. <laughs> so, I mean, we didn't see like hip to hip whether or not he was like way out here. Yeah, but, but he would. He'd be. He wouldn't be flushed he, like he yeah, was. Yeah, he wouldn't be flushed. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe chest to chest, but he would be like this. Yeah. Wow. And as the story someone goes, could, oh my gosh, someone could do the limbo <laughs> in between them while they were having sex. Oh man! It'd have to be a skinny person because it's only right, nine right. inches wide. But and, and as the story goes, that was all for show at the end, or was that why he shows his penis? No, no. Whether that was real, like oh no, he he has admitted it was a prosthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um. Yes, he has said it's a prosthetic. Okay. And Whereas... then I've, I've I've heard people say that they've looked at it and you can tell it's a prosthetic. I haven't looked at it enough. And frankly, I'm I'm not a it's I'm not, not like a penis you study expert. it. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Unlike that one show with the uh, other gentleman who I, I believe that was prosthetic as well. What was that show where he was in the shower? Oh, Sex Life. Yes. I like how when someone talk we're talking about the length of their penis, they become a gentleman. Yes, that other gentleman. <laughs> the other gentleman. I'm, I'm like a, an author for the New York Times. It is Mr. and Mrs. Always, <laughs> no matter what. Whether you're a terrorist or not, you are Mr. or Mrs. Whether you have large genitalia or not, you are a Our gentleman. Our dog excluded. Yes. <laughs> she, she is a gentle woman looking for a gentle hump. So Boogie Nights is a good movie if you haven't seen it. Way to transition away from the dog. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I mean, you were the one who brought it up. But... I. Oh yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, you did. Sorry about that. Yeah. So the last movie we're going to talk about today is, I-, I love this film, and it has someone that you're going to say, I don't like him, or I don't understand him. I don't understand him. That's 1999's so deep. The End of the Affair, starring Julianne Moore and. Dun, dun, dun. Rafe Fines. Oh, I like Rafe Fines. You like Rafe Fines? Yeah, he's a good actor. Okay. Well, he's very stiff looking and British looking, so I figured you would have a problem with that. Well, it would be very appropriate for a, a sex podcast for him to be stiff looking. Well, 
Is that no, oh, that's not what not you're talking about. I was referring to his lower oh, half. Okay, all right. I was referring to his face. Let me tell you, I have a very, very intense relationship with Ray Fines mm-hmm. in my head. Intense. Okay. So he made the English Patient in I think at ninety six. Yeah, ninety six. It won the Oscar for 96 and 97. Mm-hmm. I was traveling Europe at the time. I saw, I managed to f- see this movie three times. Wow. In the theaters. One time with Flemish subtitles because I was somewhere where that was appropriate. Okay. And I just adored him. Count Lajlo de Amagy was his name. He was wow. great. What a name. Yes. So the end of the affair kind of was a nice capstone on my longing for him okay so this is the end of the affair it is about a married woman who has an affair with a dude that dude is ray fines okay and their relation it's sort of told the, the whole story is told from um the future where it kind of flashes back and shows he's very bitter about the end of their affair and doesn't understand why it ended mm. and it goes on to tell you reveal why their affair ended but here is their first sex scene can i just read this description i'm not uh the site that you found this on makes me laugh when i look at hollywood actress julianne moore showed off her nude boobs in the romantic (laughs) drama the end of the affair oh this red-haired celebrity looked very convincing while having sex on the couch with her boyfriend that's where it gets better Julianne Moore's nude boobs with brown nipples looked especially hot as she flexed on the bed with pleasure. And then it says, I bet you will jerk off all night thinking about this adorable star and her nude boobs. Adorable? After they just said that about her? After they just said that. (laughs) With her nude boobs and brown nipples. Okay. So when I say boobs... Isn't the nude part implied? You would assume so. Well, I mean, you could say boobs and it would be covered up. It could be uncovered. So it would have to be... So it's, In this case, it would be nude, meaning full on. You get to see everything, I guess. I don't know. So it's either nude boobs or clothed boobs? Or just boobs. Well, what's boobs mean then? I don't know. Huh. In the world of this uh, celebrity movie blog, evidently okay. it means... Well, let's go to the brown nipples. Turn it on. (laughs) Okay, let's turn this mother on. So Rafe Fiennes had her on a staircase, and she was walking up the stairs. They're just kissing. And now they're kissing. I love this music. At least it's not the saxophone. No. Like we normally see, she's literally on the banister. They're on the banister. No, I'm kidding. She's in he, one of those motorized chairs. That she's like, after. she's holding his hand in her vaginal area as they're walking up the stairs. Oh, yeah. And now she's holding him. Oh, yeah. They're through both, his pants. They're so crotch grabbing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crotch grabbing going on. Well, that happens. And now as the violin takes over, down goes her pants. Hmm. Do we see Rafe's stern face? Um... I'm seeing mostly his... Yeah, okay, there's a stern... Fa- well, there's a stern wraith. Ooh. Wow. So now he is on top of her, and they both are bottomless. <laughs> well, he's you still got his tie clothes? on. They have I nude mean, bottoms? He's not, yes. They have nude bottoms. 
<laughs> We're not seeing nude boobs at this point. We are seeing nude Ray Fine's booty, though. Oh. With his pants barely down below his Ray Fine's. I mean, they're not even waiting. Like, well, he's still got a shirt and tie on. I mean, at least take your tie eager. off. I would say. He's into the eager beaver. Oh. Oh. Are they she missionary position? Yep. Missionary position. And they're on a couch. She really likes it. She's opening her eyes. She's closing her eyes. Opening her eyes. Closing her eyes. Did someone come in? I don't know. I heard a door I mean, open. A door opened and then he put his hand over her mouth. As she was climaxing and so was he. One minute, dear. One minute, dear. There were nights when I wished the sirens would never Oh, please end. let that play just for a few moments. <laughs> I love his voice. Okay, I think it's Oh, over. and now they're in bed. And now we're seeing nude boob. Oh, let me see nude boob. Look at the hey, brown nipple. Look at those brown nipples. <laughs> <laughs> look at the brown nipples. There's, All right, uh, we're good. Oh, I thought this no, was... No, no? they've had okay. sex. Well, they're doing it again. Oh, are they? I would think so. We're seeing nude boob and all. Oh, and now he's dressing her? Or is she dressing herself? He's dressing her. He's putting... Um... She's dressing him in her clothes? No, no. He's oh. putting stockings on her. I'm jealous of the stocking. I'm jealous of the stocking. What is that? <laughs> I'm jealous of the stocking. <laughs> I'm jealous of the stocking. You like Ray Fiennes? I do, but that was cheesy line. You can stop it. Because he's jealous of the stalking? I'm jealous of the stalking. I'm jealous. Because it gets to caress your whole leg all day. <laughs> I'm jealous of your nude boob. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm jealous of your boxer shorts. Yeah. They have so many holes. <laughs> they must never feel warm. <laughs> you get a lot of air in there. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who was knocking on the door. Was it their kid or some... Well, she's married. Okay. To another man. Oh, okay. Yeah, the end of the affair. Got it. So, hmm. And she, I'll be right there, honey. So it could have been a child. It could have been her husband coming home. Could you imagine her husband coming home? And I mean, I would be a little bit worried as opposed to as um, into the moment as she was. Mm -hmm. But maybe a kid. My darling, I walked in and I saw your nude boobs. Your nude boobs and your brown nipples. <laughs> Whatever will we do? We're so good at British accents. You like that? Mm -hmm. No, that was pretty hot. I that scene was was, I would say short, but it was certainly um, you could feel the the passion in yeah. the moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, they barely got undressed. He was still wearing his shirt and tie. Mm -hmm. um, he barely had had his pants down in the scene and I mean they were certainly in the moment yeah yeah Ray Fiennes if you like uh, romantic dramas this is a great one and so is The English Patient although I have heard that some people find The English Patient to be tedious mm, okay I am not one of those people alright but uh, The End of the Fair is a good movie so as we compare the three who has the better booty Ray Fiennes or Mark Ruffalo <sighs> mm. Mark Ruffalo Okay. Yeah. Mark Buffalo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, that sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Buff booty. 
or bootylicious. Buff Buff below. Mark Buff below. Mark Buff below. Well, we didn't get to see the Buff below, so we don't know. Okay. We don't know how the Buff below looks, but yeah. So that's our Julianne Moore show. Yeah. If you have a recommendation for an actor that we can do all of their sex scenes, please not a porn star, because that's very. Yeah, we want to keep easy. it classy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we want to keep it, you right. know, with our brown nipples and nude boobs. Nude boobs. Well, we kept dogs it clean. in heat talk. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> who knew they would hear about Coco's vulva today? <laughs> You can find us um, on social media at Real Sex Pod, R E E L, or you can find us an email at realsexpod at gmail.com. And anytime you want to tweet at us, you certainly could. Just use the hashtag Coco's Vulva <laughs> or Nude Boob with Browned Nip. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. This has been another episode of Real Sex with Dr. Noel. Feel free to turn up the lights or not.